0: So you think you know what branding is for your green business? I thought I knew, but it is way more than I could have ever expected. And I don't wanna waste any more time here because Tara Gooch, the executive VP of Brands in Motion and the CEO of Best Branding Solutions is laying down some major bombshells on everything that I thought I knew about branding and advertising. I mean, some of the stats that she drops on mobile advertising will absolutely blow your mind. So make sure that you stick around all the way to the end and catch every word of this amazing branding training for ecopreneurs. You are here for another dose of climate positivity on the Green Business Impact Podcast. Here we highlight the amazing work of green businesses from around the world that are fighting against climate change. If you are ready to be inspired to take action, ready to hear some amazing examples of how we are working to fight the climate crisis, then stay tuned because this week's episode will be the perfect hit of climate positivity. All right, great. So today I have Tara Kuch. She is from Brands in Motion. And we are going to start this interview off a little bit different than normal. Usually we just kind of jump into what the company is and what they do, but today I am with a branding expert, and so I'd really like to pick her brain for all of us ecopreneurs out here in the audience wanting to learn what is the best way to brand our business. And so, with this branding expert, we're going to get three tips throughout this interview today, but Tara's going to start us off with one real quick branding tip that we can all take away real easy and bring back to our business. So Tara, can you please take it away?
1: Yes. So brand is an experience and that's something important to keep in mind. It's not one single thing.
0: Brand is everything. Nice. I love that. And so for a business owner, if I'm thinking about branding as everything. How should I come to this idea of branding as an experience? What should I think about in terms of action steps?
1: Well, you hit it on the head, Billy, with the word experience, because that's exactly what branding is. So... I think a lot of people, when they think of branding, they think of a logo, a design, aesthetics, visual appeal, et cetera. But it's, and I'll talk about that more later as well, but it's so much more than that. It's really an all-encompassing idea of what a customer perceives of your product, service, or company. And I mean, it. that's why I say brand is everything because it truly is. It's regardless of what industry you're in, whether you're in a sustainability industry or environmental or a different kind of business, you have to service a customer, right? But it's more than that. It's an experience and it's how a customer ends up perceiving you. And that's why I say it's so much more than aesthetics or visual, more than a logo, right? So for us, when customers, customers, Customers come to us, a lot of times they come to us, let's say for a logo or website design or social media work, but they end up always coming back for a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh consecutive time. For other services, because they see after that first initial impression, the brand is so much more than just those visual effects. It's the overall totality of the perception the customer has with your product and how that makes them feel too, right?
0: Definitely. I know there's been a bunch of studies done where they will, you know, take people and do a blind taste test with Coca-Cola and Pepsi, and they will put them right next to each other and they'll do a blind taste test. So they're both all blinded and they taste them, can't tell the difference. Then when you unblindfolded, you take the do the taste test again. And what do you know, Coca-Cola tastes twice as good as Pepsi, right? But but so there's no real difference, but everybody always says, oh, I you know, I feel better because it's it's all about the experience, right? And that's what they have done what Coca-Cola has done compared to Pepsi is create this experience around drinking Coca-Cola and what happens during that time. So it's more than just like the logo of seeing that, but how does that actually make them feel when they're drinking it? And
1: it's, you know what it tastes like before it hits your lips, you have a memory. And a lot of times that memory is in the case of Coca-Cola, let's say, It's a memory from childhood that you've had for years. And you know that every time you taste it, it's going to taste the same too. That's really important. And that's another thing about branding. It's, it's consistency. Again, it's consistency amongst all platforms. So it's consistency on visual appeal and aesthetics, but it's also consistency on taste if you're a product or service, right? How a customer is treated throughout the entire process. So there's just so many things like that, right? Where a customer has a memory of it, has a set of expectations knows what they want. And it becomes, like you
0: said, an experience. That's right. Definitely. Completely agree. Cool. So let's back up to a little bit about you, Tara, and about Brands in Motion and, you know, where you come from. So you started off and just kind of jumped right into a, a branding tip, but let's take a step back. So what do you do and tell us more about clients that you take on and what's Brands in Motion and go into more detail there.
1: Absolutely. So Brands in Motion, it's a mobile outdoor advertising company. So that may be a new concept to a lot of folks. And I understand that. We've gone our whole lives seeing billboards outside, right? Every time we're driving down the road, we see billboards. but Maybe it we haven't given it much thought, right? I mean, have you? <laughs> Probably never thought about
0: it. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I mean, just, you know, seeing them along the road and, mm-hmm. you know, you think sometimes it's like, oh, well, well there's one. And sometimes it's like, oh, there's the Chick-fil-A one with the cow that's hanging out of it and they make it like 3D and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. other than that, it's like, eh.
1: <laughs> You don't really pay attention.
0: Um, right.
1: It's kind of one of those things you knew it was there, but it, it's been in the background of your mind, right? Not in the forefront. What we do, that's a little bit different. Everything we do is mobile. So we work with a vetted partnership network of fleet owners and providers, and these are generally semi-trucks. So if you think about, you know, the side of the semi, it's actually 53 foot by eight and a half foot. It's huge. Wow. Yeah. So these, it's perfect real estate to have a really good graphic logo and message for a business. Well, what's really exciting too is that it doesn't just stay there, it moves. So it can capture a lot of attention to the tune of about 70,000 customer impressions daily. Wow.
0: That's a lot. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it is, right? And one of the things that we're super passionate about too is that coinciding with The sustainability goals that we have. We are sustainable. We are a completely sustainable business. We only work with trucks that are currently in use for operation. We put no additional carbon footprint out there and we are carbon neutral. So everything that we do is built on sustainability practices. We add no additional vehicles on the road. So it's really the best case scenario for our partners whom we trust because. They get additional revenue to their bottom line every month. And then it's beneficial for the earth. We're not taking up any land with billboards. We are not polluting the environment. Additionally, there's no additional carbon impact. And then it's beneficial for our customers because they get maximum visibility and we make sure these trucks go on optimized routes as well. And a really cool thing that we do as well is we track everything by means of GPS. So a fleet can be tracked real time and you can tell in pinpoint accuracy, every 15 minutes it's pinged. And that creates a map of the exact route that truck went which is really exciting.
0: That is really cool. Having that kind of data and being able to see that is just really key. It's so much different than like having it on a billboard where it's just like kind of sitting there and people, people go by and everything like that. But having that actual like tracking, like, oh, hey, like it, it went down this way or it went through this place. I've mm-hmm. been there before <laughs> and like I've seen that and that kind of thing. It's it's really kind of can make that connection really easily for you. Yeah, it's really good.
1: And go through multiple states, right? So one of our largest routes that we have goes from Indiana to Texas, to California and back. Wow. So talk about incredible amount of coverage. You can't get that anywhere else. And the beauty of it too is actually with one of the fleet partners that we have, we have a very high concentration of visibility in California. We go there f- quite frequently in California, so and we all know, even if you don't live in California, you know how expensive it is, right? So, um, but the good good thing is because we have such a sustainability model for our business, it doesn't cost that customer a lot of money to advertise, even in an area like California, Chicago. New York, large cities like that. So again, it's just maximum benefit for everybody. That's really cool.
0: I know you optimize along those routes. How do you kind of use different algorithms or what are you using in the background to to optimize? And is it going to be customized per customer that comes on board or how does that work?
1: Well, that's a great question. So we don't typically disrupt the fleet route that is existing, we actually select routes based on a customer's need. So if a customer, let's say, would rather have a presence in, I'll I'll just pick California. I would select trucks that go to those routes. Instead of having my fleet partner change their routes, I help my fleet partner select trucks to go to where the customer is brand those trucks specifically for that customer and ensure that those, that fleet goes to that area. And again, we do everything by utilization of GPS technology. So you can tell real time and historical where that fleet was. Yes. (laughs) It's amazing what we are capable of delivering to our customers. It's really mind blowing. And that's why I always say, maybe I'm I'm silly for saying this, but I'm really excited for the future. I think we provide a really good service that's where everybody wins. And that's kind of my goal with business. I'm an MBA, I enjoy business. It's a passion of mine. I, love, I just like creating and growing things. But one of my goals for business was, I want a platform where everybody wins. I, I want our customers to win. I want the environment to win. I want us to win. I want our providers to win. And I wanna do it with maximum efficiency and results. And who doesn't want that? Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course not. I mean, that, that's what everybody would like in their business, a way for everybody to win and just yep. be able to succeed at the best level. I mean, that's, that's what we all hope for, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And so what's the mission for Brands in Motion?
1: Well, our vision, we're seeking to be the nation's leader in outdoor mobile advertising, that's really what we want and we want to do that on a national level, have a national footprint, and because we are capable of it, right? So we're taking one fleet, one chunk at a time, uh, making sure that is completely optimized and efficient, and then we're continually adding on fleets to our program. So our first fleet is 300 trucks as a first fleet, and that's already nationwide, but I have thousands more already lined up and it's wow. quite incredible yeah so that's why i say our vision is to be the nation's leader in mobile outdoor advertising and you know i didn't share the statistic with you yet but this might blow your mind i don't know but mobile outdoor advertising is actually the most effective form of advertising even more than tv radio print or social media
0: wow no way Yep. That's that's, that is very surprising. I would think, I mean, social media is kind of, gets this big, like, oh, it's the newest thing out there. So you got to do it. You got to do it. You see, there's all this hype around it. And a lot yeah. of that is hype. <laughs> it's, <laughs> like, it's like social media is is great for some things. And there are ways to make social media marketing done well and do it well and be very successful at it. But the classical, like, forms of marketing, they're, they're still doing doing very well. (laughs) Like, you know, especially with TV advertising. But that that is very surprising me that outdoor advertising actually, you know, is even even more effective than TV. Yeah. So that that's impressive.
1: And if you think about it, and again, it's just kind of opening your mind to different concepts, right? Because this was new to me not too long ago either. But the average adult spends 70 waking hours away from their residence weekly. So 70 hours away from their residence weekly. So they're on the road and they're not just on the road with by themselves, they have a passenger with them. So that's another reason why mobile so effective too is because it doesn't just hit that one customer who's driving, it also hits their friend in the passenger seat, maybe some more friends in the back. And the cool thing about it is it has a 97% recall rate.
0: wow 97 that's impressive
1: it's very impressive
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's crazy
1: isn't it and and that that's
0: that's higher than than like billboard rates too right
1: yeah so billboard would probably capture around 71 to 75 percent yeah so still incredibly high and yeah. And there is a place for, for, for that. Don't get me wrong, but that, I'm just so passionate about mobile. It's, you know, it's what I do and that there's a place for static. There's a place for traditional, there's a place for digital, there's a place for all sorts of different types of advertising because people are on the move. And, you know, after the virus that shall not be named,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. After that,
1: not many people want to, kind of stay cooped up at home anymore. They want to be on the move. They want to be on the road and they want to be outdoors and they want to go shopping and do things that they haven't been able to do in a while. So in this particular industry, in advertising, we're seeing much more of an influx of outdoor ad space because
0: of that. Yeah, for sure. And you know, just thinking, just this idea popped in my head too. Like, you know, especially as we get into eventually when we get into like autonomous driving and stuff like that happens, you know, drivers are now going to be free and their attention is going to be able to wander. And so if they're able to maybe, you know, as we're transitioning along this way, you know, you just have to, you know, every once in a while check the check the steering wheel or something like that. And if they're they're having to do that, you know, having these mobile um billboards coming along and, and you know they those become even more effective as as People are less engaged with the driving process. So it'd be yep. kind of crazy to see how that goes. <laughs> but definitely, definitely very exciting for the future.
1: <laughs> very exciting. Yep. The future yeah. is great, my friend. That is for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Let me ask you this about a little bit about your background. What kind of got you into branding and marketing and that whole thing? How oh, did it all start?
1: Good question. Well, My husband is a graphic designer and he has a degree in it and he's been doing it for about 20 years or so. So I guess between him and his friends and just hearing it constantly all the time, I I got interested in it. And it was really by osmosis, I guess you could say. And it just kind of happened, but it was during the pandemic. And I said to my husband, you know, we're both very creative people we really need to take advantage of this and bring a service that's a little different that people can grasp and count on that helps individuals and companies alike and so we took the, the that approach and decided to form brands in motion which i own as well and that's been a really great success and kind of just came out of the pandemic really and that's how that was forged and and then the idea for brands in motion came late last year but we formulated it this year officially and another cool thing you know with brands in motion paired with best branding solutions is you know for brands in motion we have an in-house graphic design and you know marketing, Company, so that's why I say it's an e- branding as an experience. It's more than just the logo on the side of the truck. How else can we help you meet your business goals? So it's really good for companies that are maybe looking to rebrand too. They can utilize best branding solutions through us, or if they're looking for a new logo or a company that you know needs assistance and help with the mobile outdoor advertising effort. You know, that's something that we can do in-house. It's very easy. We have all of the tools necessary to help that customer with their advertising campaign in a uniquely
0: different way. Cool. So let's jump into the last two branding tips from you, the branding expert. So, oh, branding expert, tell us more, tell us more.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. A really good book and it's by marty newheimer i don't know if you've ever heard of him but the book is called the brand gap and basically in a sense in in the book what he says kind of like what we talked about brand is not a logo or a corporate identity it's a person's gut feeling about that product that service that company and it depends on the trustworthy behavior of that company for a customer to engage with it over and over again. Again, we talked about the example with Coca Cola and your taste testing experiment. If even if it tastes the same or if one tastes better, it's your perception of that product. And it goes so much far beyond a logo or behind, beyond graphics. It's an experience, right? And it's based on trust. And I think that's the fundamental foundation of what branding is. It's a identity system based on trust that a customer knows they can count on and they also look forward to it right when i go to and you mentioned chick-fil-a earlier they do have great billboards by the way (laughs) they do (laughs) when i go there i know that the fries the chicken sandwich is going to taste the same number one right but more importantly also i know that the customer service is going to be exemplary and they're known for their great customer service and because of that it they've created an experience when you go there that you're excited to go to that you tell your friends about and your family about and you bring people to them and that's part of branding too it's everything from the customer service department how they answer the phones to your most distant customer it's all the perceptions and everything in between that make a brand what it is so that's one tip it's kind of a long explanation but (laughs) nonetheless right um yeah yeah no that's (laughs) good (laughs) and then and you know we talked about it's not about aesthetics or you know looks alone solely that It's, it's how a customer interacts with your company and it's, it's the experience, everything in between, but that's why we say at Brands in Motion, brand is everything because it's such an all encompassing term, but that's, that's kind of the takeaway. It, it starts out as a visual, becomes an identity, becomes a trustworthy product. And there's a reason why we call a business, a business entity. It is a living, breathing organism, right? That is continuously evolving and growing, just like we would be. And that, you know, personal branding g- coincides with that as well. I think that's, you know, a new term for a lot of folks personal brand. What does that mean? But it's you're a business, just like your business is a business, and you have clients that interact with you or prospective clients. But they do it on the basis of trust. And that's when they buy from you is because they trust you and they like you. And who doesn't wanna do business with people they trust and like?
0: (laughs) That's the biggest hurdle to get over for any business is to get people to trust you, get people to like you, get people to trust you so that then they will buy from you. Because if you don't have those two, you don't get the last part. <laughs> right. Or if you do get the last part, it's not going to be a good experience on either side. <laughs> so okay. it's it's always good to to make sure you get the like and the trust and then they they're ready to buy, they're ready to be all in with it. And but if they're if they don't get the first two, then they're not gonna be all in and it's just it's not gonna be a good experience. So <laughs> it's definitely definitely a big big part of it. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. But I hope that helped. That helped answer your question. I know it's kind of a hard question to ask and answer, but that's what I'm passionate about. And I am passionate about growing brands, but also just establishing that trust and that identity network so that customers recognize so that there is a recall and so that they tell their friends about it and you do less work selling and more work actually doing your servicing, your product, you're your providing, right? That you're actually trying to accomplish. And that's what marketing and advertising is capable of is building that trust, that intricacy network so that customers come to you. And that's the beauty of it. And that's why I do what I do.
0: Very cool. So let me, let me ask this. They understand it's an experience. They wanna make an experience for their customer about their brand what strategy should they go about first in coming up with their brand ideas what should they focus on should they be focused on you know probably one of the myths or the 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 things that they shouldn't be focused on is like oh should i have blue and green as my colors or things like that but what should they really be focused on maybe not colors and different things like that but and you know, a logo, but what should they really be focused on?
1: Well, a logo is part of it, right? So if you're a sustainability and environmental company, you probably want green or blue somewhere in your color scheme. And that's totally fine, totally normal. But it's, it's so much more than that. What you need to think about first is what problem am I solving for the customer? What impact am I having? And what is my identity? Who am I really? And I feel like the larger companies get sometimes that identity gets lost in the shuffle. And sometimes companies, you know, they get so big that they forget about those core values that really got them started in the first place. So one of the f- things that I would say to any company they're looking to brand their company or looking to rebrand their company is getting back to those core value basics. What problem am I solving for a customer? What change am I making? What impact am I having? And if you can answer those things, I think everything else kind of falls into place. And we just, we concentrate, I think because we're visual creatures, right? As humans, we, we think of everything very visualized, right? It's gotta be this certain color scheme or this certain thing here. And that's true, but what's the purpose? What's your intention? I think that's the true, real core value of any business. If you can identify that, you're halfway there. Definitely.
0: And would you recommend, like, you know, going out and searching other brands that are similar to some, like, something that you are looking to do, or your who hold your same values or things like that? Is that a good kind of method? To go out in search if you're still stuck, <laughs> you yeah, sure. know, I mean, or call us. But yeah, absolutely, right, right, <laughs> exactly that too. <laughs> I was getting there. <laughs> cool, cool, awesome. But, but yeah,
1: absolutely. You know, do your market research, figure out what competitors are doing. I I do believe that there's there's room for for every everybody really as, as long as you have a very good stable foundation of a business model and you're creating impact in a positive way, I find it hard to believe that you will go out of business. I think you will make money, and I think you will be profitable, and that's why I kind of said, you know, going back to those intentions. What is your purpose? What is your mission? What are you trying to accomplish? Because you may be trying to accomplish something, and your quote unquote competitor may be trying to accomplish a completely different set of things and values and intentions. So what makes you distinctly different? And as individual humans, we all have our own unique footprint. There's only one you. There's only one me on this earth. So we each have our own inherent value systems and very similar to a company, right? Just going back to those core basic things, do your research, but also remember why you started and what your intentions and purpose is. Very key.
0: And call us. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, where you're very confused about how to make that into a logo, you you call Tara. <laughs> yes. <what> <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yep. Cool. So let me ask these last few questions just to kind of wrap up here. What are your goals for Brands in Motion in 2022?
1: Well, I've got very big goals. So first goal is to get the entire country covered. So nationwide coverage, I have very big goals. And then going into year five, my goal is to have 3000 plus sustainable vehicles on the road that help many hundreds, if not thousands of customers throughout the United States with their advertising goals and campaign. And to get the message out there that you can have a, a really good business model, but it's not as good as when it's sustainable. Sustainability is what really can be a differentiating factor in any business, right? So that's why I always kind of put it in air quotes that everybody has competitors, but a differentiating factor for us is that we are sustainable. So my goal is to get thousands, hundreds, if not thousands of vehicles on the road going on optimized routes that solve very key problems for customers and to make businesses grow and make them more profitable and I want to be a hand have a hand in doing that that's my goal okay
0: cool and I I love love asking this question too just because I think it's it's really good for bringing out things that other people don't really think about so what are you currently learning right now
1: I love that question. So I read a book this week, The Science of Getting Rich.
0: saw you post that. That was, Did you that was that? cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: What is interesting about, and it's, I think we think of it in terms of, of money, but the book kind of talks about it more as an energy exchange, right? So okay. which is really interesting. And it's not necessarily about, I think, you know, people say getting rich is a bad, it's like a, almost like a bad word or something. But if I can make more money, and if my businesses can make more money, I can employ people, really good people, that, and pay them a really decent salary, and then give back to my communities, right? So it's, it's not about holding and keeping. It's about giving back. And one of the things that I'm learning right now in this juncture of my life is the power of giving back, the power of building up the power of building others up specifically it's not about me it's not about my business it's about how we can help everyone level up and succeed and you know as i stated a little bit ago that's one of my business goals and that's our business model is i wanted a business model where everybody wins and i truly mean that so the energy exchange that i'm going after is helping customers solve problems and then giving back to my community as much as possible, while not having any environmental impact. And then I'm I'm always learning though I'm I I am constantly
0: reading books.
1: If you asked me something to, that same question tomorrow, would be something completely
0: different. <laughs> and that's okay. It's as it should be because we all should all are learning new things at a bunch of different times. So
1: <laughs> you will always be learning. That's the key. You know. If you're not learning, you're, you know, you're not growing. So I think that's really important too. And just continuously, you know, work on growth, self growth, business growth, but also growth of everybody you know, because if my candle dims, somebody else's doesn't get brighter. And having that mentality of everybody's winning and it's okay if everybody wins, it doesn't make you win any less. And just really, you know, having that growth mindset is so important.
0: It really is. And I I really like how you mentioned, you know, just because somebody else wins doesn't mean you don't win, right? Because it's like, we talk a lot about competitors in business and things like that. But what if we think of it more as different ways of collaborating with one another? Because like even the biggest corporations out there, you know, like Google, Amazon, all of them, Facebook, they are finding ways to collaborate with one another because they found out that they could, sure, they could spend a billion dollars on creating, you know, Google could spend a billion dollars creating their own Facebook if they wanted to. And they could do it and probably do just as well as Facebook. But they also can leverage what Facebook already has and do it's so much easier and spend a billion less dollars. <laughs> so we come come to this as, as thinking so much about co- competition, but there's so much collaboration to be had that can make us all so much better. So I think that's, you know, that's something that I, I definitely strive for. <laughs> and, 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 and try to get out there as well. So I, I think that's really good that you mentioned that too. Yeah. So if somebody would like to, Get rebranded or get in touch with how to get in onto brands in motion. How do they get in touch with you? Sure, you
1: can email me, Tara at branded motion.com. That's the easiest way to get a hold of me, and we will work with you wherever you are in the United States, whatever your advertising goals or budget, we'll work with you. Our goal is to help brands grow, and we want to help your brand grow. Tara at branded motion.com
0: love it, love it. thank you. And the last question here, what is one tip? another, another tip you got got another tip in you. <laughs> what is one tip that you would give just a general business tip for somebody looking to grow their business? how what, what is one tip that you would give them?
1: The safe route can fail too. I think that's not said loud enough. The safe route can fail too. I'll say it one more time. Take the risk, believe in yourself have confidence and formulate a plan that is strategic and it will work out. But just remember the safe route can fail. I've seen it, prepare for risk and you will get rewarded that's my advice
0: thank you so much for joining me today tara it was really really great having you on the call and i'm really hopeful that everyone who's watching this will learn so much about branding and marketing and even business in general so it'll be really great for them so thank you so much for for jumping on the show
1: absolutely thank you billy
0: thank you for listening to another episode of the green business impact podcast We hope you enjoyed receiving another dose of climate positivity in a world that constantly inundates you with the negative things happening it can be great to take a break and hear some great things happening in the world make sure to hit subscribe on the apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app to stay up to date with the latest and best interviews of top minds in the green industries and if you're interested in seeing the faces of the people in these podcasts or receiving free business training specifically geared to green businesses make sure you check out our youtube channel and subscribe thanks again and we can't wait to see you back here next time for another hit of climate positivity